Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where I introduce the show. Woo! Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks. And the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Welcome, Sarah Maxwell. Hi. Yeah, thanks for inviting hey. me. Hi. Did I pronounce that right? It is Sarah, yes. not Sarah. Yay. Yes. Yeah. The American That's way. why. <laughs> that is why Reed never introduces the episodes, because she's always scared that she's going to fuck up people's Um, Excuse I mean, me. To be fair, uh, that me. is a real fear, though. I mean, it's something that I kind of deal with, because in the UK, like, everyone is like you know pronouncing things different from how I pronounce things yeah you know yeah. so I'm still getting used to the whole like basil and like aluminium and all of that so it's, <laughs> yeah. it's been fun so different they're great yeah. examples as well basil yeah basil. I think those are my favorite aluminum sure. oregano is my one of my favorite ones oregano it oh, sounds like cilantro cilantro because I'm yeah. from Texas so that's what yeah. I say you know and yeah that's a mind has gotten though. used to it where are you yeah, from in Texas? Completely different words, yeah. Um, I'm from Austin. I love Austin so much. I know, it's a great city. I mean, honestly, like, if I had to move back to the States, like, Austin would be the one place I would, like, go to. I mean, my yeah. family's still there, and, you know, like, everyone, like, we're always having such a good time, and everyone's so nice, and... Everyone's like, so all, lovely It's, there. like, really, like, liberal, and, which is very surprising, you know, for Texas. <laughs> yeah. We really think that, but... Um, yeah, there's like loads of, um, you know, like Sad artists that... and creatives and musicians, like, you know, and yeah. everyone's quite young there as well, which I like. And yeah, it's just really like vibrant city. Yeah, mm. it's really cool. It's like the we'll new London, new we'll place to go there, to go there sometime. <laughs> yeah. So my lovely, could you tell our curious fuckers a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so as I just said, I'm from Texas, um, but I've been living abroad for the last six or god no it's been longer than that um like nearly eight years yeah so I'm an illustrator um and I mainly like do queer art um Mm -hmm. as I'm like a lesbian and so I think it's really important to kind of um just like elevate like you know the queer community like in Mm -hmm. my platform is yeah like art and I just want to like you know, like, something growing up, like, I didn't have very much, like, queer representation. Like, you know, there was hardly any lesbian art. Mm-hmm, and I always yeah. thought, like, I want to make a change. You know, like, I don't see anyone else doing it. You know, I'm just going to draw it for myself. And it started on Tumblr and then kind of just, like, went on from there. And so oh, Tumblr, um, yeah. back in the day. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I know. I know. Back. <laughs> I know. Where is it going? We don't it know. So <laughs> That's where we know. We started on... We started oh, really? on Tumblr. Oh, yeah, we cool. started on Tumblr because you could have yeah. explicit images on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was one of the first places to do this before like mm. people used mm-hmm. Twitter for porn. And yeah. then they got rid of all all of the not safe for work images and it it really killed Tumblr. It, I think oh, it destroyed definitely. it. Definitely. I mean, because like, to be honest, all of my art was flagged. So yeah. I was thinking, oh God, I, I'm not going to post on here anymore. <laughs> no. I mean, like, I actually logged in for the first time just to like kind of have a nostalgic kind of yeah. um, like run through of everything. And it was mm-hmm. so fun just like looking back and I was just Aww. thinking, oh God, what happened to it? You know, and then Aww. here with Instagram, you know, it's starting to become like the same thing. Yeah. Oh so, God, yeah. I know. What are we actually going to do? It's it's starting to really worry me because it's like, we can't stop. We have to keep going. Like Instagram is such a powerful tool for mm, all of mm-hmm. our messages, for your illustrations, for like what we talk about on Instagram. It's like, 
like it would just be mad if it suddenly gets to a point where we actually can't post or we all get like deleted or whatever i mean it's already there they're you know yeah they're blacklisting words like sex Mm. which is just absolutely mad and i understand why because i think people you know people do abuse it but there's so much out Mm -hmm. there that is good and that is important and educational and especially targeting a younger audience and Mm -hmm. now it's like we're just gonna have to find another app which that that takes time it takes years to build up something like that i will not move to tiktok (laughs) i will not do it (laughs) fuck number one the last fuck So last Thursday, um, we kind of did a bit of like candle magic. Um, yeah, so me and my partner a bit, um, well, she likes to say that she's like, you know, modern day like witch and stuff. And so yeah. I've always been an admirer of like, you know, that sort of thing. And but more of like the history side. And so yeah. especially throughout like quarantine, we've just been getting more into it. Like, I mean, candle magic's really nice. I think it's really like, you know, um, easy to set, set intentions, basically. And yeah. um, so we what didn't really do. Magic? So, I mean, it's basically like, um, you know, you have certain candles and they'll have like herbs infused with it, you know, flowers maybe. Or, yeah. you know, even like it could be like just a certain color. And so, um, you know, like black is the most obvious where it's banishing like bad vibes, basically, and bad like mm-hmm. spirits or like any bad attachments you have. So yeah. um, we made um, several big changes and um, in our lives, like the last, well, throughout quarantine, I would definitely say, but especially this past month. Um, so, yeah, we actually got a house and hey. um, yeah super fun so we're moving to like east london which we're like super excited <gasps> yes. about yeah so we have a lot Mass of like of goals town. that um we want to accomplish and lots of like intentions that we want to set and especially with you know our businesses our careers um yeah so we didn't really do a new year's resolution and this was kind of it i suppose yeah so we got on a piece of paper like we printed out like certain elements of, you know, our art, our, you know, aspirations. And we just wrote down like our intentions, what we want, we want to accomplish. Yeah. So um, I had bought like a few months ago, like a green candle and that's supposed to be like, you know, prosperity and um, just, uh, yeah, like that's pretty much it. Just Mm -hmm. like prosperity and just, yeah, um, especially with like fortune and like, um, yeah, like your business side of things. So we lit it and, um, well, actually before we lit it, we uh, had sex and (laughs) (laughs) kind of like, like supposedly it's supposed to just like charge the magic or like the, or like, um, sorry, the candles and uh yeah wait so having was... sex is supposed to charge the candles yeah i mean like sometimes it is i don't know if what? i really i don't know i don't know if i really believe in that but well, some I people like do. The idea of that. Like i like the it yeah. energy f- feeding the fire if you yeah, will. yeah 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 exactly I mean, it makes sense so i mean like we didn't really have the intention of doing it beforehand but we were like oh we kind of feel this vibe like yeah let's go and have sex and yeah. um yeah so afterwards we just felt so like reinvigorated and just like ready to start like fresh and you know like set all these good intentions mm. and then yeah so that was basically my last yeah part. sounds like wholesome <laughs> and like that does like cottage yeah. chic oh we've spoken about this before but like I imagine it will be just being like lovely and romantic <laughs> yeah yeah and then you're I like mean, no I no no the, the like. sex was filth <laughs> <laughs> yes that side of it and then the rest was wholesome <laughs> oh that's lovely you need the balance there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean i think we all do fuck number two the best fuck yeah so definitely with my partner um i'm really lucky in that I haven't had this much chemistry or like such good sex with anyone else (laughs) and um I mean it's kind of like hard to pinpoint when the best one was but I think definitely like when we first hooked up I was just like blown away like oh my god 
Like, I don't think, I never thought that I could have this much chemistry, you know, and like actually like really, really enjoy like sex yeah. and stuff. And it was just so nice that like, um, I could go and give her so much pleasure. I think it was, yeah, like definitely whenever we first hooked up, um, I, we hooked up on her, the night of her birthday party, her yeah. uh, 20th, I think it was. <laughs> and that was so much fun. I mean, like, I am normally terrible with making the first move. And I had spent all night, like, just kind of feeling feeling it out, you know, like the situation. Oh, does mm-hmm. she like me back? You know, because I told yeah. her um, before we hooked up, like, a couple weeks prior, like, oh, you know, like, I think you're so cute. And then she just said, like, thanks. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, you know. But she thought that um, she thought that it was a rebound, basically, because we had both gotten out of long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I was with someone else for, like, nearly six years. And then oh, we ended things on, like, a fr- like Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I saw Judy, like, really for, like, the first time. Because we went to school together. Mm-hmm. And right. then I, like, saw her for the first time on, like, on, on Monday. Like, that following Monday. Oh, and, blimey. Um, that is quite yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, like, finish. I was really not expecting it. Because, like, the whole entire weekend, I was telling my friends, like, yeah, you know, like, I'm so ready to be single. You know, like, this, mm-hmm. this will be great. You know, like, I'm just going to go and explore myself. You know, like, just have sex with loads of people. Have <laughs> yeah. one night stands, you know, because I had never done that before. Yeah. And then, yeah, I saw her. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is wild. <laughs> it's like instant, <laughs> oh, like... No. Yeah, instant, like, butterflies and just, like, I had never been so nervous around a girl before. And Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, my God, like, I didn't expect it to be this quick. Like, God, like, I felt like such a lesbian, you know, (laughs) just, like, getting so attached. So stereotype. um, (laughs) Yeah, and then so we we had, like, mutual friends in common. But over the course of, like, the next month, I was just kind of, like, trying to... um, be more friendly with her and try and talk with her when I could and you know yeah. hang out with her and her friends more and then yeah we'd be going out and then yeah I told her oh I think you're really cute and then mm-hmm. she said um oh thanks you know yeah and then so um the night of her birthday party yeah, I was just like kind of sussing out the situation because I'm just so used to um well growing up as like a lesbian I had a lot of friends that would just be overly flirty with me, I suppose. And so I yeah. had no idea what intention, like, people had, you know. Yeah. And, like, people would hold my hand. Um, people would even, like, I don't know, like, cuddle me. Just stuff like that. And I never it's knew. It's a very straight line. You're straight friends. Or... Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's straight a, people it's growing a, up that I knew. a fine line. Like, I can be naked twerking on top of my friends, you know. <laughs> it, it, it so depends on the relationship that you have. Yeah. But it can be yeah. fucking confusing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I always second guess myself, like, you know, with any girls that I was, you know, remotely interested in, I had no idea whether they liked me back. And then got to the point where, yeah, that entire night, like, we were just like glued at the hip. And I still was just like, oh, I don't know if she likes me. Oh, my God. And then we were in, actually, we were like went home together. And um, after going to two parties together, we left from like her birthday party to another and then it was like five o'clock in the morning and I just didn't know how to make a first move. And then she's like, oh, do you want to go back to my place? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And then I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to be like, you know, like nothing, you know, like nothing's going to happen. <laughs> and then we were like in her bed and then um, I just like couldn't fall asleep or something. I just sat up and then I just told her like, I'm really sorry. I just want to kiss you so badly. And then like oh. yeah she was like well why don't you do it like I've been waiting like this whole entire night and then I was thinking, oh god like I'm such a loser but I think that that was definitely like such you know such an amazing experience you know like that first time like having sex and then yeah like yeah like it's just so hard to go and pinpoint like the best fuck because mm-hmm. they have all just been like just really really nice and yeah. um yeah, like sometimes you just have chemistry with people and it's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. 
those people never they never turn up at the right time never. it's yeah. always in a moment where you're like i don't want a relationship <laughs> yeah. like i'm not ready and then here they come and you're I like know. i know is that because yeah. you're you finally got to a point where you realize where you're like okay i'm feeling good about myself this is time to build on me um i'm gonna mm. be single because i think a lot of people who are not in that space they're like oh i want somebody i need somebody and that's when they really need to be working on themselves because yeah. there's yeah. that element of vulnerability. But as soon as you're like, yeah, like I'm ready to be single, you're already being the best person you can be. And so you're yeah. like... Which is very attractive yeah, as well. And you end up yeah. attracting people. So it's it's fucking lose-lose. Oh, it's win-win. It's a weird... Yeah, I think it's just a weird phenomenon. I swear, like I've always told friends and friends of... I mean, people always just say like things come to you whenever you least expect it mm-hmm. and especially yeah. like people and I just didn't expect to meet her like you know a few days after breaking up with my, <laughs> yeah. my other ex and um yeah but I think I just really knew what I wanted but um mm. yeah at the time like I had been with really kind of girls that looked like they'd be um and other stories models you know just like very mm. nice and feminine and then here she was like this British punk girl you know (laughs) with like dyed hair and just wearing like a bunch of leather and like this and that I thought oh my god like I'm forever changed (laughs) and uh yeah I'm done with basic (laughs) yeah yeah exactly exactly did you feel like once you had like started your relationship with her did was there any any sort of like ounce of you that's just like missing that opportunity of being single because I think that's what quite a lot of people worry about after like if they get into that situation they're like shit I can't get myself into another relationship because and then this is when you end up like not going with the people that like you're really truly meant Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. and this is when people are like yeah the one that got away yeah so Basically, um, I didn't fill you in on all the rest of our drama, but um, (laughs) we had like a really kind of complex timeline for our relationship. So I had met her like in my senior year, like close to graduation. And um, she was actually going to study abroad in Australia. So um, it wasn't official when we got together. And then like two weeks after, she's like, oh, it is official. Like, I'm going Mm -hmm. to leave for like a year and maybe more. I don't know if I'm going to stay out there. So I was like, fuck my life. I just got attached to this girl. Holy shit. You know, like, yeah. 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 So um, we just kind of continued to see each other until she left, basically. And then... But we never put like a label on a relationship, although it's very much like exclusive. You know, I didn't really give a shit to see anyone else. And then, you know, same with her. And um, so she ended up leaving to Australia for a year. Mm -hmm. And during that time, um, we had, you know, like sent each other letters, you know, just like keeping in touch. I mean, kind of blurring the lines of like, are we like, you know, still in love with each other like blah 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 like Mm -hmm. you know even though we were dating other people at that time but it gave us a year of like you know seeing what else was out there I suppose and it definitely like did not compare to what we had yeah sometimes it's really reassuring when you when you actually you have someone that you love and then you go Mm -hmm. out and fuck somebody or um, yep. be with somebody and you're just like oh my god it's just so much better over there like I, I'm coming back yeah fuck number three the fantasy fuck I definitely say uh, my fantasy fuck at the moment would just be like you know like whenever quarantine like ends you know like (laughs) I think everyone's feeling really good um you know like before quarantine started I started um working out like over the last year and I got really like toned and stuff and my main motivation for working out sad to say it was I really wanted to pick my girlfriend up and be able to like have sex with her, you know, like against a wall. Or, you know, oh, that nice is a good that. motivation for exercise. Yeah, I mean, like, in goals. the gym, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so I'd always think like, okay, I need to like be able to lift this much or like, you know, um, mm-hmm. have like this great endurance. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I lost most of that endurance, you know, during quarantine. <laughs> like I haven't been working oh out God, as yeah. much. 
So, I mean, it makes a big difference. And so, you know, I like I can't really so work weak. out in my house. Like it's something that I want to do. And mm-hmm. um, I definitely say like, I want to get back to like lifting, you know, her mm-hmm. up and, yes. you know, like having sex against the wall. And then also like, I like the idea. I haven't done this. And this is just like kind of like, I don't know if this is ridiculous, but I like the idea of being able to go to like a bar, like, you know, a party and then like, you know, I've never gotten the chance to have sex in like a bathroom or something like that. Although that is yeah. ridiculous. I think, you know, you have to I'm do the like, dirty toilet fuck. You just have to. I've yeah. never done it either. I, I, I want to as well. Uh, like, I yeah. feel like I think everyone kind of needs to experiment with public mm-hmm. sex. I think yeah. it's one of those where you're like, yeah, this sounds really hot. And mm-hmm. then you do it and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is why bedrooms don't look like toilets. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, I think it's just like, I really want to, well, we've both been kind of like itching to get out and go like clubbing and stuff. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Like mostly, like it, it was actually kind of hard to think about my fantasy fuck because I've had a lot of, like, public sex. Well, not a lot, but just, like, you know, like, everyone has these, like, ticks to cross off. Like, oh, yeah, this, this, that, that, that. You know, beach sex, like, that was just messy. I I don't know anyone who really likes it anyways. I was going to say, sand in your vagina is not the one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then, like, sex in, like, Mm. a movie theater, you know, or, like, just any of that, like... That sounds... You've had sex in a movie theater? Well... Yeah, but it's not exactly that difficult, you know, like if it's, it's two women what? together. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, so. it, it wasn't be... it wasn't like fully packed or anything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like movies that, you know, that had been out for a while. I don't know. Just sort of happened, I suppose. I once saw like a couple next to me in the cinema. It just, it looked so suspicious. Like she, I swear she was just like sitting on top of him and oh, like... I, you know when you're like really trying to watch the movie and then like something keeps catching your eye like in the yeah. corner yeah. and you're just yeah. like looking over like what's she like what is she doing I think I'm if sure you have that the... inkling in your mind you're also looking for it and you're like yeah you want it you're like are they having sex bad. they're definitely having sex I also think that like the dick is the giveaway in cinemas because like where when you're a woman you don't have to do these sort of like long large hand movements yeah. or like try and like ride something I mean you something. can be more like sly about it like, yeah, yeah you can you can be like <laughs> yeah I mean that is like the one really nice like perk about like you know being like a lesbian everything's always like really like sly and like you know even throughout like high school and stuff you didn't have to worry about you know like lying and sneaking off to go to like a boy's house you could just like have a sleepover if you wanted and then it's like you know, you have that Shit, yeah. kind of disguise, I suppose. It's like, nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Beautiful. So the, the fantasy was having public sex again? Um, That was like a small portion oh, of it. I, I think whenever, I think it was more so like lifting her up and having that like kind of like endurance back and like oh my god like I can do this you know because you always see in movies you know like all those like sex scenes of you know the guys lifting up the girl or like whatever and then they're having sex and then you know (laughs) yeah like I think that would be like like, like, passion right it's just like I want to fuck you so bad that your feet aren't going to touch the ground mate Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's so I feel like it's so hot as well when people like can move you around really yeah. easily like yeah. the guy the guy i'm seeing at the moment just like he always like just lifts me up i'm always so surprised when he does mm-hmm. it it's <gasps> like it's like how i'm not this light yeah like, exactly so exactly tiny. and i'm always like oh my god you're so strong yeah and then it yeah, gives you like so an strong. ego boost because you know their reaction and then it like turns them on even more and then you're thinking oh yeah i did that you know I just by that. doing this one like yeah. movement and stuff and then, yeah, I mean, like, that's my, ins- like, my aspirations at the moment, I would yeah. definitely say, for, like, the fantasy fuck. Get the weights, <laughs> the weight training yeah. back up. <laughs> oh, God, mm. we'll see how that works out. But, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to. I mean, like, I felt good, and, like, I think my partner really was, like, turned on by, like, yeah. uh, me being, like, super toned and stuff. And mm. it definitely was, like, a big, like, confidence boost in, in whatever Mm-hmm. Then, yeah it's yeah. a massive kink as well same with like yeah. bodybuilding muscles like if people are like well can you even call it a kink 
Um, I mean, I think to some people it is, I suppose, you know, if they're not the ones involved in like the whole bodybuilding thing, if they're not doing it Yeah, it's like extreme bodybuilding. Yeah. And like, I don't think I I would ever get to that. I just want to have muscle in order to like (laughs) lift her up. And then, yeah, Yeah. like add in some like sex toys and stuff. Cause I mean, I think sex is like, I mean, it is very physical. You need to have like endurance, you know, (laughs) like if you want to continue on for like ages and ages yeah i really want to do i really want to do a youtube video um with a personal trainer so that we can like get some moves down that's but like specifically good for the bedroom like how is it going to be but like how like if i'm on top how can i like have the endurance to keep going because i am so bad whenever i am on top my thighs just don't let me like continue they're like they mm. ache and then I'm like mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah so I know like my girlfriend up. always complains that her her hips hurt and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and I just like yeah. never but felt that what, what are we comparing this to by the way because I feel like this is quite like um a toxic ideology that women are supposed to be able to endure thrusting up and down on a person like you know doing those squats right and that's 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 porn. That's porn that has taught us that. Where you're seeing these women do it for hours and hours, oh, God. and they're going oh. without like even a sweat, and you're there like I've done it five times and I literally cannot like move anymore. Yeah, we've got to change that. It's normal. Like yeah. it's, it's well, normal yeah, it's to, definitely normal. But like, it's also pose. like I guess it's 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 not like it's not the toxic thing. It's like wanting to be able to do it yeah. in that position for Mate, longer. Mate, I can barely fucking climb my stairs. How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I suppose you just need to have more sex and stuff, and then you get used to it. I'll go for that one. More sex. I'll I'll have some. But I mean, like, (laughs) I totally understand that. I mean, we like to change positions all the time. But like for me, like I don't really like to. I'm I'm more of like a top, and like Mm -hmm. I do not like being like a bottom at all. And so (laughs) I'm the one who's like doing most of like you know all the like the physical stuff. And so I found it like a big turn on that I was able to like do all these things like lift her up and like you know um kind of just like I mean if you're like using a strap on as well like that was something whenever I first discovered it like um that was something that I didn't really realize was how much like you'd have to you know go at it like you know like a lot of endurance and you know you'd be tired and yeah you know that was something that yeah like um I experienced with my partner because we just like we're buying all these like sex toys and stuff and I used my first like strap on with her and I thought oh my god this is amazing like Mm -hmm. holy shit you know like adding all these things in to like you know like how like like what I can do to like fuck her and like please her like what all the different ways were and stuff So, yeah, it's yeah, like, it's delicious. Strap-ons are a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> they are. I couldn't. Yeah, I can't even begin to think how hard it is to thrust loads. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's something that you wouldn't really yeah. think about as like a woman, and then you do it. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god! Like these are muscles mm. I've never used before. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as yeah. a man is is thrusting and receiving like immediate pleasure, but mm. with a woman, you're receiving the pleasure from what you're seeing, mm-hmm. and I think the endurance is harder because at least with a man, the more they fuck, the more pleasure they feel immediately. Yeah. with a woman it's like you kind of really have to fucking go in there to yeah yeah get the See, like that out. was a part of my fantasy fuck because i mean mm-hmm. yeah like having all that endurance made it easier to use a strap on and then like all these yeah. other sex toys and then um so like the times that i have used it in the past like however many months like obviously i haven't been working out getting more tired and I'm like oh my god like I'm only lasting so long with this drop on then like we'll have to change positions so I can like um Mm. like I don't know kind of take a bit of rest for a second and then she'll do the work (laughs) well that's the moral of the story it's it's don't work out to lose weight work out for sex yeah I mean that was pretty much my motivation yeah Yeah. (laughs) root insurance is all about you and how you drive In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Fuck number four. The what the fuck? 
so basically in the year that we had apart um yeah i was like sleeping around and dating other girls and uh my first one night stand ever happened like right after my my uh, partner had left mm-hmm. um and i was just thinking like you know i just met this girl like she was a friend of a friend um she's cute you know like i i think i could like hit off with her but at that time i didn't know like is it more of like a friend thing or you know is it just because she's like gay that i could sleep with her i don't know yeah. and you know these are conversations that you always like kind of have with yourself if you're like into like girls and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, always like a debate i suppose sometimes <laughs> <laughs> so this girl is like yeah i'm gonna have like um I'm going to have a one night stand. Like, I'm going to go meet up with her. Like, that's my intention. Like, you know, and if we hit off and, you know, it becomes more like of a serious thing, then sure, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm cool with it. And um, so, yeah, I met up with her and we started drinking. Like, we, I really enjoyed her company. I enjoyed, like, hanging out with all of her friends. Yeah. And then as the night got on, like, we went from, like, bar to bar and then, like, to a club that was a bit like, I mean, in Paris, um, that's where I was like living for like mm-hmm. my first six years of living abroad. Um, we went to this club called Carmen, I think it was. I don't know if you guys have been, but yeah, it's a bit um, like, I don't know, like dirty, I suppose, at the end of the night. <laughs> and then we started oh, looking up like, there. It turns like very sexy. I mean, it's like... I mean, in both terms, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't go there again, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we had gone there, and, yeah, we started, like, hooking up. And it just started, like, you know, we were, like, actually hooking up, like, in the club. And then she was like, oh, my place is just nearby. Like, let's go over there. And so we left to her place. And... Yeah. um Then we started hooking up in her bedroom and I already thought like in going into this place, oh my God, like it's like a massive apartment, you know, like she must have like a bunch of roommates, you know, because her friends came over too. And then um, as we were having sex, like meanwhile, it was fine and stuff, but I didn't really enjoy it. So I was just thinking, oh, man, like, oh, God, I should have just, like, gone the friend route. I did make a mistake. No, but I was kind of enjoying it at the same time because it was, like, like, it was nice. Like, you know, having sex is, like, mostly, like, pleasurable unless you you have a shit partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. But basically, like, I, I mentioned earlier that I mostly top and she seemed to very, like, very much be like a top as well and so she was trying to like you know um like bottom me and all of that and i was just oh god like i (laughs) i do not like this at all and i thought oh god okay and then i would try and top her and then she'd be like having none of it i just thought oh god we're not like compatible (sighs) and then yeah like halfway through having sex um she told me that i needed to be quiet or like we need to keep things down a bit and I was like oh why and then she said oh my little brother's in the room next to us and I was like whoa wait like what like and she's like yeah this is my family's place and basically it's kind of hard to explain but um so her bed behind it like you know is the wall but the wall didn't exactly meet the ceiling and from my memory I remember being able to look up and think oh my god, is her little brother going to roll over in his bed? Because I was just assuming that he was in a bunk bed and he could just roll over and, like, look over and see us. And I'm just thinking, oh my god, like, does she do this with all the girls? Like, what what the heck, you know? Like, I just felt so embarrassed. Meanwhile, I was so drunk. Like, I was, yeah, just maybe too drunk to care, but we had sex. And then, yeah, the next morning, I just had monumental hangover and you know i was just thinking oh god like we had such terrible sex this wasn't worth it you know like i didn't even know if i pleased her because she was super silent and uh, which is fine but like it didn't give me a lot of like confidence basically and then so yeah i was so hungover like i'm pretty sure i had like alcohol poisoning yeah and anxiety yeah yeah. Yeah. and then like i was in my clubbing clothes from the night before 
like you know like a pleated skirt at the time and like a crop top and I just thought yeah. oh god like I'm one of these girls you know so, so I walk what, out of her yeah, yeah so I walk out of her bedroom after she gave me um like a cup of water to drink and I immediately thought like I'm gonna throw this up and then so I had to walk through her living room where all of her friends were and like her like two siblings and then I vomited in the bathroom Oh, and gosh. I was thinking, they all heard me, like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst one-night stand ever. I'm never going <laughs> to do this again, you know? Like, I don't think it's just meant for me. Yeah, and then, and then um, we do it again and again and again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it was well, always, like, for me, you know, if I did have a one-night stand, it would always be with a girl who, like, I actually prefer to be friends with. And I just thought, yeah. oh, God, you know, like, I've made this mistake so many times. I can't believe I did it again. But that was yeah. actually my first one-night stand, because before I was in like long-term relationships and then I was with right. um, Judy for like the, I don't know, four months that she was still in Paris mm. before she left. And then so after that, I was like, I'm not going to see people for like a while. I'm just going to like be single for <laughs> yeah. a bit. Oh, I hate and then, be, like, have you fun. can't be too hard on yourself though, because you need to make these mistakes. Um, yeah, it exactly. doesn't matter whether you keep telling yourself that oh, I can't make this mistake again. You mm-hmm. you trusted your gut at the time and alcohol also skewed things. You got yeah. to trust the journey, yeah. you know, it's very yeah. possible if, if you had done things differently, you wouldn't be where you are today. Who knows? Yeah, yeah exactly. True. I mean, it was interesting true. for me because I think I definitely decided that like one night stands weren't for me and I preferred mm-hmm. to have that chemistry with people because then I yeah. always had better sex. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought like, oh my God, like I can't believe that she lived with her family and her little brother was in the room. I mean, like, That's... I yeah, that would have been mortifying for me <laughs> if he had turned over and stuff. I mean, like, I saw them all the next day and I thought, oh my God, I could not think of anything like worse and more embarrassing. Yeah. And yeah, I never wanted to be like that, you know, walk of shame girl or like, I don't know, like I didn't want to ever feel like that. And then I did. I'm like, oh man, like, this who is... am I? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's always good to, I, yeah, I think like experiment and have that one experience and stuff. Yeah. And I, mean, I, I definitely figure so out like how like who you are and like what you like Mm -hmm. basically definitely and also you had the experience where you were with someone who was very much a top and I guess that probably reinforced like your like you you knew that you were a top you were like I definitely can't bottom Mm -hmm. and I I don't know I I can imagine like how awkward that must be as well like or like both of you really trying to gain the power (laughs) yeah I mean I'm quite competitive like in sex (laughs) in that um I just really like to dominate and I guess like in my day-to-day like you know Mm. life and my personality I'm really laid back but for some reason yeah with sex I just like to be in charge and um yeah and I like being able to you know give a girl that I'm seeing like as much pleasure pleasure as possible and you know like if I can get her another orgasm and another and another and another like I think like that's amazing like I really find that so satisfying and such a turn on fuck number five the fuck that changed the game I think it was definitely whenever I started using like strap-ons and like sex toys and like I mean handcuffs and all of that there was um so whenever my partner came back from Australia um I mean things were a bit we were just like feeling each other out and then we got together officially and then um like I, I guess like a couple weeks after making it official we had a really nice date and then we got really drunk and we just thought, you know, um, do you want to go to like Pigalle and which is like the northern bit of Paris where all the sex shops are like the Moulin Rouge. So, I mean, most of the time it's just really like kind of grimy and I wouldn't really want to go there, you know, and um, especially like for like any like LGBT like relationship I don't know like mm-hmm. be like a queer woman like going with your girlfriend I don't know if it's exactly like I wouldn't feel the most safe I suppose mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah so we we're like yeah like let's go to the sex shop we were so drunk we got there <laughs> and then basically like we we're just picking out all these like different sex toys you know like got handcuffs got like two different like dildos then got like a strap on <laughs> got a vibrator 
and then um went in wow <laughs> like literally i mean <laughs> yeah. like because i didn't really have any like sex toys mm-hmm. um other than yeah like a vibrator and stuff and then yeah we just kind of like went all out we just got like i mean we were drunk and we were really excited like oh yeah let's try out this and that that and that and then got a bunch of like lube and then went home and then yeah like tried it for the first time and i just thought like oh my god this is so amazing and luckily like my bed had um you know like posts so that i could um handcuff her she could handcuff oh, me yeah. and stuff nice. i just thought like oh my god like sex <laughs> will never be the same anymore yeah. you know it's just so much fun yeah exactly exactly (laughs) yeah introducing toys to sex is such a game changer Mm -hmm. like if you like before having like sex without toys is great it can Mm -hmm. be amazing but the pleasure just goes to another level when you have toys involved and it doesn't have to be toys it can be like uh, sex aids you know like Mm. handcuffs or straps or There's so many other things that you can include. Like even, I mean, you could even just say, I don't know, a nice outfit, like a sexy yeah. outfit that necessarily isn't underwear, but adding stuff to the bedroom. I oh, mean, toys yeah, are another yeah. level. That's like step your pussy up. That shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, I definitely agree. And um, I would say like last year, yeah, I bought my partner like for Christmas. I felt a bit selfish because I was like, oh God, <laughs> is it for me? Or well, I don't know. <laughs> But I mean, sex presents I, are always for you, but slightly for yeah, the person. Yeah, always yeah. for you. So I had bought her a really nice lingerie set from Agent Provocateur. And oh. um, yeah, so it was a bit expensive. And then like I gave it to her. A bit? I, yeah, so I said like, okay, I'm really sorry. Like this, might, I don't want this to be like, it's not me being selfish, but I thought you'd look really great in it. And, you know, like, you know, she was telling me way before then that she always wanted to have like a nice lingerie set yeah and you know she had never really gotten um like garters and like all that stuff before mm-hmm. so i yeah. thought okay well like i can afford it like I want yeah to go let and sugar mommy help you out <laughs> yeah. baby so um yeah like yeah. i got it for her and i just like as soon as she put it on i thought oh my god like this is so nice like mm-hmm. it's just great i mean all of her stuff like dita montese's stuff is amazing yeah and then, and like, immediately, as soon as she put it on, immediately took it all off, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's always, <laughs> like, the problem. <laughs> like, at what point, like, it's just so satisfying so to, to see them in it, and then you're like, oh, fuck, well, we uh, need to go and, like, have sex and take stuff. It off now. So a really good trick um, that I think a lot of people who, I think if you're super into lingerie, you'll know this, but, like, you always put the stockings and the suspender belt on first, and then the knickers over the top, or the pants over the top. Because then when you go to have sex, you can keep the suspender belt on and the stockings on, but take off the bra and underwear and that looks just as sexy and you can still enjoy that. I didn't even think of that. that yeah, honestly. It's the, I mean, and also it makes <laughs> things like so much so easier. Simple. It's so yeah. simple. And it makes things easier when you go to the toilet because then you're not trying to mm. like not piss on your own knickers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. This week's sex question is over to Florence because I can't read them. (laughs) I've been wanting to get more intimate with my sexual side, whether it's solo or with my partner, but I have such difficulty getting horny or turned on, wet or have an orgasm. I feel like something's wrong with me. That after my traumatic experiences in the past, it has damaged my body and I can't really feel or get into the mood or or get thinking too much. I even brought a vibrator and a dildo, but I still don't really feel anything. I just sit there like, is this how it feels? I feel awkward and I can't ask my partner how a toy is supposed to make me feel. What would you suggest to get intimate with yourself? Is there a support group I can join to speak with other women with similar issues? Oh, she Hmm. sounds amazing. And it sounds like she's dealing with a lot lot of shit. Yeah, Um, especially if she's dealing with trauma because it sounds like Mm. that trauma hasn't been dealt with processed yet and, and yeah to allow you to move on mm-hmm. i there probably are groups about i don't know of any if if what if anything springs to mind it would be grace hazel's workshops mm-hmm. um all about like owning your pussy power and all of those things and she um, works with trauma as well she does work with trauma but then other than that i would really 
highly suggest seeing some sort of sex and relationships therapist yeah definitely to talk through the trauma and sort of then work because you need to work on the trauma first and then you need to start working on like how then you can start approaching your own body and your own pleasure yeah I definitely think seeing a specialist would definitely help because if you have underlying trauma like it's always going to be there and it's never going to go away and you think you might distract yourself with something else but yeah yeah, at the end of the day it's always going to be there and luckily now we have um really specific um I don't know, like therapists, you know, like there's lesbian therapists, there's like gay, you know, therapists, there's, you know, like every kind of like genre or like, you know, every kind of specific thing that you might be looking for. Like there is someone for that, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, like psychosexual therapy. Yeah, just might Mm. take a bit of research. But yeah, doing a lot of self care, I think is like super important. 100%. Mm -hmm. And not putting the pressure on yourself, right? Yeah, the pressure, I think, is what makes it the hardest because you're sitting there going, like, you should be feeling something Mm. when your body's not. And it's like your your body and your brain, they're just not firing the signals, right? Mm -hmm. But please remember that there's nothing wrong with you. This is just a blockage for the time being that can be broken down. Have faith that you will be able to get there and be able to receive pleasure um, and that you're not broken and that you're not bad for not feeling anything. It just might take some time to come, but it does sound like and I think a lot of people also don't recognise that their trauma might be affecting them today, especially when it's bad mm. and, and you've buried it really deep. Um, yeah. And a lot of the time you hear trauma and you think of something really violent and um, horrific, but it doesn't have to be. Trauma can literally be somebody like your ex-partner made one comment and that stayed with you for the rest of your life. Um but it's definitely worth talking to a professional and unpacking it and breathing, 100%. looking at breathing exercises to get yourself out of your, you know, your mind. Your, yeah, your mind um, and back into your body where the pleasure is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be in your mind. It's supposed to be in your body. It's a very mm-hmm. hard thing and a very hard skill to learn. Yeah, I would definitely like, I think, first start looking at Grace Hazel's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I think you can, if you search Grace Hazel on Instagram, I'm sure she comes up and she's got like a website and everything. Yeah, and a podcast. Um, and a podcast mm-hmm. as well. But if she's not the right therapist or the right person to talk to, there are plenty of like highly trained, like sex, psychosexual therapists. I'm seeing a sex and relationships therapist mm-hmm. at the moment, just because I felt like most of the things that I was sort of working through were to like somehow to do with sex and relationships in some shape or form and you know what he's just ended up being like a great therapist anyway I don't talk to him about anything different than I would talk to a regular therapist Mm -hmm. but so I really highly recommend someone that will understand and you'll feel more comfortable talking about those sort of things with Mm, yeah yeah. definitely yeah bless this girl yeah, it's always such like a hard thing whenever you feel so shit about yourself, and you know, especially with like sex related things, because yeah, you know, like here you probably see like all these other people enjoying sex or just thinking exactly. like they have all these orgasms, you know, like why haven't I had this mm-hmm. or like why won't my vibrator or dildo like <laughs> you know do like make me feel yeah. these things. You know, because yeah. I think a lot of people's first reaction is like, oh, buy a vibrator, you know, like, it'll yeah, it will life. work. And it, like, you know, <laughs> in some cases, most of the time, like, yeah, like sometimes yeah. it just takes that extra bit. But like, so, yeah, if there is like trauma and stuff, you know, if you need to have more like, um, you know, like help, then that's like, mm-hmm. you know, totally go for it. So, yeah. I mean, I think it will definitely change like everything. Having that yeah. extra bit of help. Yeah, and yeah. also talk to your partner about it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you, you can't speak to your partner about how, how it's, it's supposed to feel. Um, maybe that's something you can explore together and be, don't be afraid to open up to your partner because your partner can be your biggest rock and your biggest form of help. Mm-hmm. Not always, mm-hmm. especially when it's an issue that they don't know how to deal with, but yeah. just talking to them can relieve so much pressure on yourself and a weight off your chest. Yeah, exactly. I yes. mean, because at the end of the day, like as a partner like you are there to help support like them and you know they will want to help you you know mm-hmm. especially if they love you and you know like really care yeah. for you like they just want the best for you and for you to be like happy and healthy 
and um yeah, yeah definitely and if they don't then get rid <laughs> yeah exactly like <laughs> red flag, like dump them <laughs> well that um leads us up to unfortunately saying fuck off <laughs> yeah it's been so nice i always oh, enjoy so talking nice. sex with friends so yeah thanks so much sarah for coming yeah, on thank yeah you it's, for been having me. Me. it's been so it, nice it's been wholesome and and friendly and and really like oh, nurturing i feel like really like cuddly you know yeah, oh well, that's good really like, like really like yeah comforting comforting this is a really like mm. nice conversation as well it's literally like having a little conversation with the girls in like the room over a cup of tea right yeah oh yeah and I those mean, are always like my favorite you know parts uh, yeah of the i mean why else where, do you like, think it always leads to sex at some point you know <laughs> yeah. and then you just always. like sit around in the circle and just like kind of like share your stories and this and that yeah. and like yeah one of the last times where you know we were able to have friends over we were talking about like vibrators and like recommending yes. which ones to go and get and like this yeah. and that and it's just so much fun yeah if you're not talking about sex with your mates you need new mates mm-hmm. yeah you yeah, need exactly. to be talking about sex with your mates yeah like best, best conversation. <laughs> where can our curious fuckers find you yeah so i'm on instagram and my handle is sarah maxwell art um mm-hmm. and i have other social medias but like that's the one i mainly use so definitely <laughs> come find me on there and if you guys want to shout 100%. a message you know like you know anything like that like I'm always keen to talk. Oh, that's lovely. And your art is amazing. I'm in love with your art. It's so <laughs> Thank beautiful. You. To I'm Reed's your biggest fan. I'm your number oh. one fan. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I Thank think you. I've been I'm following so you flattered. for a long old time. Really? Um, but please keep drawing. Keep drawing. Okay. Keep like doing amazing stuff. It's oh, so of course. Pretty. Of course. I always want to go and supply like, you know, the queer community with new things. Yeah, so. baby. <laughs> So if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to rate, subscribe to this podcast. If you have a sex question or a sex story that you want us to read out, please email it in at fksgivenpodcast at gmail.com. Mm, baby. Also, you can follow us on Instagram, Come Curious, and our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark. Yay. And is there anything else we say? Like follow our YouTube? <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck <laughs> knows. Lockdown lives. We have like our brains have melted into mush, and we are now just the same puddle that's on our bedroom floor yeah, every wh- single day. Whoa! What ground, bedroom floor, Florence? Are you talking day. about? You talking about your pukey pukey bedroom floor? The puddle. Oh yeah, I was sick yesterday <laughs> the night before. I was so hungover yesterday. It was not okay. It's not okay. We had to rearrange this podcast okay. because of. The hangover. <laughs> so the hangover. All right, okay. Beautiful anyway. nugget for you. Goodbye. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Root insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details.